Blog Talk Radio. Oh, you motherfucker. <laughs> okay. All right. brand name, like Pepsi, that's a brand name, I stand behind it, I guarantee it, they know that, even if they don't know me any more than they know the, the, the chairman of General Mills, <laughs> what I'm right? talking about is, when you chop my dope down, one, two, three, four, five percent, and then you call it Blue Magic, that is trademark infringement, you understand what I'm saying? y'all i am here and it is october 31st uh halloween what's left of it and there's a very specific reason i waited till this late to do it sipping on my red wine and this halloween i went as marie laveau yeah and if you're not familiar with who she is you may want to google her uh between her and tichiba which y'all know i went on a mad rampage to study tichiba this time last year um they are single-handedly uh, not only charged, but acknowledged for bringing voodoo, quote unquote, uh, from Haiti, from you know the traditions from Africa, Yoruba tradition, um, and bringing it from Haiti or from the islands and bringing it to the United States. Uh, it is said that when Tichiba was in Salem, you guys know that she was part of the witch trial. So nothing that I'm telling you is just all hocus pocus. It's it's real documented shit. You can look it up. She also Tichiba was mentioned in uh, the book The Crucible, the the play The Crucible, and she was you know known as a slave girl because obviously this goes back to people talking about. Now, currently, people are practicing witchcraft out in the open and sharing spells online and certain things like that. And just in the generation that I grew up in, if you had special gifts or talents, you didn't tell anyone about that because that was something that, you know, 180 years prior, you ask it, got killed for it. I was watching the show American Horror Story because I realized that Angela Bassett was playing Marie Laveau. So that's very interesting because Marie Laveau is a Creole woman from Louisiana. But what the interesting thing about the, uh, and it was American Horror Story Season 3, The Coven, which is, you know, a band of which is what we call it, The Covenant. And uh, it was very interesting to watch how they said that a lot of the northerners, when a lot of the witches were cast out from Salem, they went down south because it was actually more accepted because Marie Laveau, you know, had paved the way for them. And then every year uh, since her death and then her daughter's name was also Marie Laveau, uh, they do a head washing on Lake Pontchartrain down in New Orleans. I'll actually be there this year because her the particular day they celebrate that is June 23rd, which is the weekend of my birthday. So we were supposed to have my male, uh, which my, my blue hole on the show, and he actually is somebody that does, does work for me as well. Um, as far as like he, I, I can't 
you know, do certain things. So I would, you know, go to him and, and seek guidance from him. And so he's somebody, he lives in Atlanta. And uh, currently, you know, he was unable to do the show today. I was very excited about him being on the show because you really never hear about a male witch. However, what you do see about is my son was actually Baron Samedi, which there's different barons, but my son was actually uh, Baron Samedi who was married to Brigitte Mamon, who is one of the only uh, Caucasian white, what they call Loa, I believe, and um, goddess, you know, whatever you want to call her. And he is like the god of the other world, of the underworld. So you have Papagetti and, you know, all these different uh, Loa, which are coming forward, which two I didn't know anything about, which was Ezra Lee Frieden, Ezra Lee Dantor. And I was very confused last week because I had fallen ill, like I'm talking like vomiting, like everything I had fallen ill, and realized that, you know, obviously it was something that I'd eaten, but it also could have been uh, some type of conjuring that was going on. And so I wanted to get the male, you know, Brujo on, and I keep saying male because it's, it's actually redundant because Brujo means male witch. And so I wanted to get him on the show, but I was unable to get a hold of him because today was a very tricky day because you have several different quote-unquote holidays going on. You have the Celtic Salmon, which they, you know, Shaman Salmon, that a lot of people equivocate that to like some type of Satanist, and it's not. Then you have Mexican Dia de los Muertos, which is, you know, the Day of the Dead, which actually isn't just one day. It's from October 31st all the way to November 2nd. Then you have Catholic All Saints Day, which starts at midnight right now, which is uh, November 1st, which is where all of them, and then this one, um, I want to say Fedgedi, I think that's how you say it, Fedgedi, uh, is Haitian, and all of these holidays, they honor the dead. It's it's all the same. It's all around the same time. And the reason that they do that is because now we're going into the dark season. So now we're getting ready to have winter. And so the moon is different. Everything is different. And so these holidays, I believe, you know, bring out the fact that they, they what they call the veil is very thin uh, between the bewitching hours, which is 12 and 3 a.m., or 12 a.m. and 3 a.m., and um, it's thin, meaning that, like, if you were going to say something to a loved one that has passed on or if you were going to acknowledge a loved one or try to summon a loved one or whatnot, that would be the time to do it is, is during this particular time. And so the reason that people were so scared of Halloween is because they thought that this was when, like, Satan allowed demons to walk the earth and all types of shit. No, it had nothing to do with demons. It had to do with the dead, really. So, you know, all that, you know, zombies and shit like that, that's that's something that's completely different. So basically the show was called Los Muertos, <clears throat> The Dead, because a lot of things need to stay dead. You know what I mean? And you have to be very, very careful when you are wishing death on people and necromania. We actually watched in um, – American Horror Story, there was a lot of necromania going on, and that is completely wrong. You're not supposed to be trying to resurrect people. You're not supposed to be trying to, you know, use your powers if you are into this particular lifestyle or that particular lifestyle, we'll say. You're not supposed to be trying to bring things back from dead because the only two things that are certain is the day you're born and the day that you die. That's it. Everything else, fate changes in the middle. Fate can change in the middle in 2.5 seconds, and that's why you're not supposed to, you know, when people – I always had an issue with people that took their own lives because I felt like 
you're disrespecting the universe and, and the gods or whatever it is that you believe in by saying that you know when your expiration date was. And so it's a great big, you know, disrespectful act. And I never understood, especially in the Catholic Church, how, you know, these kids, would they would go and they would do these suicide packs and they would have all these things and then, you know, people would sit in church and be like they're in a better place. No, the fuck they're not. Their feet are being burnt the fuck up right now in, in this purgatory. And then I also believe that your hell is your own personal hell and your heaven is your own personal heaven, kind of like in the movie What Dreams May Come with Robin Williams, who, you know, they said took his own life, and um, with Cuba Gooding Jr. Like I said before, the movie didn't get very much uh, ratings because it dealt with reincarnation, it dealt with karma, it dealt with suicide, it dealt with purgatory, it dealt with hell, dealt with heaven, and there was death of children in there. And so in closing, before I, I go and, and take my and take my uh, my ritual for the evening, um, I want to point out that when you are summoning, you know, and a lot of people, like, you don't understand that praying and summoning, it's the same thing. Praying and spelling, it's the same thing. So, you know, I have a lot of Christian people that say, like, oh, you know, you you practice this. I don't practice anything. I'm just as spiritual as you are. So you're asking me to not believe in something that I can't see, but yet you pray to somebody that doesn't look like you and you can't see him either. Right? You're praying to Jesus and God, right? You're saying that that's his son and it was an immaculate conception and all these things. So just as equally as you sound insane or maybe I sound insane, you sound insane too. All that I ask is that anybody that I'm in contact with believes in a higher power, you believe in a higher energy, and you answer to somebody. Because when you're out here functioning in the world and you don't answer to your ancestors and you don't answer to a God or your God, then we have problems because that's when you start to see you know, these little demonic situations pop up. And so in closing, for whatever reason, I wanted to hear this song today. And listen, next week I'm going to make sure that we have that Drake song that I love so much, too too much uh, with Samba, because I really love that song. And then when I was having it queued up, something happened. So I want to make sure that we keep in holiday tradition because it actually, believe it or not, especially in Mexican culture and Spanish culture, the Day of the Dead is actually a celebration. So tomorrow I'll be cooking biscuits and leaving out figs and things like that and, you know, as as a welcoming for your loved ones if they're going to try to communicate with you. Do I believe in all that? I don't talk to ghosts, but at the end of the day, that, that, that doesn't mean that that's not something that's happening. You would be very silly to think that we exist in this universe and it's just one-dimensional because it's not. Like, where do you go when you're unconscious? Where do you go when someone's in a coma? What are these out-of-body experiences we're talking about? So for me, all I need to hear about is one documented incident of anything, and I'm like, oh, that's it, I'm a believer. So, you know, tonight I want you guys to take the time to, you know, say a prayer for your ancestors and to really think about the fact, are you walking in your path? Are you walking in your purpose? Would your ancestors be proud of you? So whether that's a grandmother, your mother, your grandfather, somebody that passed on, would they be proud of you in the condition and the state that you're in right now? And if the answer is no, you have to understand that we are our ancestors' wildest dreams. Anything that they could possibly think of, we're out here doing it. And when you call upon spirit, that spirit works for you. You don't work for spirit. So when you're evoking certain things and saying, like, I'm a piece of shit or I ain't shit, and when you're putting that on someone else, that's not what the ancestors intended. And so you have to watch what you say, even to yourself. So that's why you see, like, DJ Khaled, like, he has become such this, 
you know, big ball of sunshine. And he had a comment where he said, you know, I don't even hang around negative people. If you're going to talk about it, Mike Tyson has definitely turned a new leaf. You guys know I posted him about a year ago where he was in a conversation with somebody and they brought up the rape, you know, that happened like 25 years ago, which come find out later on it wasn't. And he says, you know, you're really a piece of shit. And he's like, and I'm not answering your question because that's negative and you're negative. And I just kept laughing at that because here you have Mike Tyson that could just straight knock this dude's whole entire head off. And he showed incredible restraint and told him, I'm not answering your question because that's negative and you're negative and I'm just not going to do that. And so I would like to get to a place where I'm not upsetting my ancestors, where I don't, you know, react to every little thing that's going on around me. And I think that at that point, then we're all able to walk through our purpose when we're not worried about what this one is doing over there in that household and what this one is bringing in in that household. Anytime you're worrying about somebody else, you're not worried about your motherfucking self. You know what I mean? And if I'm not worried about me, you ain't going to worry about me. So it's up to me to make sure that, you know, whether it's my mother and my great-grandmother, who I was very close with, you know, or my grandmother, Audrey May, that I'm living out what it is that I'm supposed to be doing. And then you have ancestors that precede them, you know, your Marie Laveau's and your Tichibas. Are you really, is that is that what they really were trying to kill them at Salem for? Is that what your ancestors were out here getting lynched for, was for you to be, you know, holed up in a house, you know, with some dude whooping your ass or you to be, you know, abused verbally by a woman that, you know, is supposed to love you or by you, you know what I'm saying, not being the best parent that you can be to your children. That's not what the ancestors intended. And so I'm going to leave y'all with some little ghetto-ness, some ghetto boys. I was in a little Houston, Texas, little Texas. And this is, like, one of my favorite songs when I hear it. Like, it reminds me of back in the day, me and my girls, like, doing a little jig. But it's ghetto boys on mind playing tricks on me. And thank you for listening. I sit alone in my four-cornered room staring at candles. Well, that shit is on. Let me drop some shit like this here. Yeah. At night I can't sleep. I toss and turn. Candlesticks in the dark. Visions of bodies being burned. Four walls just staring at a nigga. I'm paranoid sleeping with my finger on the trigger. My mother's always stressing I ain't living right. But I ain't going out without a fight. See, every time my eyes close, I start sweating. And blood starts coming out my nose. It's somebody watching the act. But I don't know who it is, so I'm watching my back. I can see him when I'm deep in the covers. When I awake, I don't see the motherfucker. He owns a black hat like I own. A black suit and a cane like my own. Some might say, take a chill, B. But fuck that shit. There's a nigga trying to kill me. I'm popping in the clip when the wind blows. Every 20 seconds got me peeping out my window. Investigating a joint for traps. Taking my telephone for test. I'm staring at the woman on the corner. It's fucked up when your mind's playing tricks on you. I make big money. I drive big cars. Everybody know me. It's like I'm a movie star, but late at night, something ain't right. I feel I'm being tailed by the same sucker's headlights. That move that I ran off the block Or is it that nigga last week that I shot Or is it the one I beat for $5,000 Thought he had cane but it was gold Met a flower, reached under my seat Grab my papa for the suckers Ain't no use in the line I was scared than a motherfucker Put the left in the Popeyes and burned out quick If it's going down let's get this shit over with Here they come, 
just like I figured. I got my hand on the motherfucking trigger. When I saw make your ass start giggling. Three blind crippling crazy senior citizens. I live by the squall. I take my boys everywhere I go because I'm paranoid. I keep looking over my shoulder and peeping around Tony. My mind is playing tricks on me. Day by day, it's more impossible to cope. I feel like I'm the one that's doing dope. Can't keep a steady hand because I'm nervous. Every Sunday morning, I'm in service. Praying for forgiveness. And trying to find an exit out for business. I know the Lord is looking at me. But yet, and still, it's hard for me to feel happy. I often drift when I drive. Having fatal thoughts of suicide. Bang and get it over with. And then I worry free, but that's bullshit. I got a little boy to look after. And if I die, then my child will be a bastard. I had a woman down with me. But to me, it seems like she was down to get me. She helped me out in this shit. But to me, she was just another bitch. Now she's back with her mother. Now I'm realizing that I love her. Now I'm feeling lonely. My mind is playing tricks on me. Fell on the weekend Me and Ghetto Boys are trick-or-treating Robbing little kids for bags Till an old man got behind our ass So we speeded up the pace Took a look back And he was right before our face He'd be in for a squabble, no doubt So I swung and hit the nigga in his mouth He was going down, we figured But this wasn't no ordinary nigga He stood about six or seven feet Now that's the nigga I be seeing in my sleep we triple teamed on them, dropping them motherfucking bees on them. The more I swung, the more blood flew. Then he disappeared, and my boys disappeared too. Then I felt just like a fiend. It wasn't even close to Halloween. It was dark as fuck on the street. My hands were all bloody from punching on the concrete. God damn, homie. My mind is playing tricks on me. 